Welcome to the Colonial Church STA podcast. The vision of Colonial Church is to build an exciting, vibrant, Bible-based church right here in the heart of St. Augustine, Florida. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message. Welcome to this podcast episode. This is Pastor Matt McClory um, of Colonial Church STA. Um, Thanks for taking some time to listen to this podcast. I'm excited because from time to time we get the opportunity to to speak to some people in our church who are doing some amazing things. Um, so this podcast usually is just a resource for what's come off the platform on a Sunday, but um, from time to time, I'm excited to do these Let's Talk leadership episodes um, where I get the opportunity to interview someone doing something in the world that I think is incredible for God um, and with people. And so I'm excited today to, to talk to... Nicole Fair, who is an amazing part of our church. Her and her husband, Chris, are an uh, integral part of our team. And um, they're just awesome. They have two incredible kids and um, just a, a part of our church. So welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks for being with me. And um, I just wanted to fire some questions at you today. But what I wanted to do first was just um, just to set it up so everyone who's listening can understand. Tell us a bit about what you do, uh, who you work for kind of your role and uh, that would be awesome. I work for Camping World which is an RV retailer. We have 135 dealerships across the United States as well as 65 Gander outdoor locations. I've been with the company for 12 and a half years and I am the regional e-commerce director for the state of Florida so I have 16 stores that I work with and two more that will open by the end of the year. So in other words you just you do a lot of stuff for them. I do. (laughs) I do. So it's so. Tell us a bit about the company. So the company is, uh, from what I understand, it's a it's a it's a public company. Yes. It's listed, um, so it's a public company, which obviously comes with a lot more responsibility. Um, it's a corporate. It's a it's a big American corporate company. Um, how many employees in the company? A lot. Six thousand plus. Oh my gosh. Six thousand employees. So it's a big company. You're the regional e-commerce director for. Um, Southeast? Florida. Florida, Just okay. Mm-hmm. 16 stores, so it's a big job. It is. <laughs> How long have you been there for now? I've been with the company for 12 and a half years, and when I first started with the company, we had 36 dealerships. And I started as um, the trainer for our CRM software, and I worked with the entire country at that point in time. Wow. So it's definitely changed over the past 12 and a half years. So you've probably been through many changes and evolutions in the company's history as well absolutely which takes on a whole set of challenges as well having to adapt and whatnot that's amazing so how did you end up getting into that job (laughs) that is a great question (laughs) Um, I started working in a car dealership when I was 15 Um, you know my father uh, was an integral part in starting e-commerce in the auto industry back in uh, the 90s And so through that, you know, I just kind of started out very young and it has grown and and changed over time. Uh, When I went away to college, I stepped away from the industry and um, did a lot of nonprofit work in college and really thought upon graduation that that's what I would go in and do and somehow found myself back in a dealership after a while Um, and then came on with Camping World 12 and a half years ago at 23 um, as a trainer and traveled all over the U.S. training dealerships. And then it's, you know, as, as our needs have changed, um, my position has changed. So would you say that you started there when you were 23, 
you had a bit of life experience before that doing something else. Do you feel like this was a, something that God brought into your world or was this something that maybe you stepped into? And, and so talk to us a bit about that. I mean, how, how is that your, your calling in life and your, your walk um, as a Christian? How is that and this lined up? What's interesting, I think, is something that's always stuck to me, something that uh, a pastor said to me many years ago, is that God paints on a canvas larger than what we can see. Hmm. And um, my minor was art history. So I always think about George Surratt. George Surratt paints with the dot. But if you get up really close to his paintings, all you see are these tiny dots and you don't see the picture. But when you step away, you know, obviously God sees the whole thing. So I didn't really ever think about necessarily maybe God putting me on this path because I think when we're on it, we see a lot of little dots. But I think definitely um, he's worked me into this industry for a reason. And it started very young. Um, You know, fortunately for me, I was raised in a household where I don't think you know, I ever saw the difference between my brother and I. Um, I think I was empowered probably more so than my brother, um, being the older child. And so I think just personality-wise and, and dynamics, um, and then God making me who I am set me on the path for the career that I'm in. It's amazing. Well, so you, you already went there with family. So uh, talk to us about family. So you, so you, you have a husband, you have kids. Um, tell us a little bit about family life and the corporate life? <laughs> um, it, it takes some maneuvering and massaging sometimes. You know, Chris and I got married almost 10 years ago, and wow. we knew we wanted to have a family. Um, but I also knew from the get-go that I was not necessarily created to be a stay-at-home mom. So there was never a thought in my mind that I would not return to work eventually. Yeah. So I did take time off, um, you know, obviously with both children. Um, We were in the hospital for a while with August, so I started uh, replying to emails probably two days after he was born. (laughs) Not very good at disconnecting. Um, But because of my job with e-commerce, you know, I did have the ability to stay at home for quite some time and work from the house with him. And then I transitioned much sooner with Arlo. Um, But my parents were in a position very thankfully in the very beginning where my mom was not employed um she was retired and so she would fly down if i had to travel for work and she would come um, at the time they were living in chicago so she would fly down and stay with chris um, while i was gone to help him take care of august and then right before august turned three um they they moved here to be closer they knew we wanted to have another child um and they wanted to be close for that that's awesome. And then since the, the kids have been born and life has just obviously um, kind of gotten even more crazy, you are building a career. Um, it's amazing to see what's happened since you were 23 to now. Obviously, a lot's changed and you've been promoted. Things have happened. Um, and I think as well, that's just a response to you know you being committed to stewarding this career well and you know, responding in faithfulness to what God's given you, but how do you juggle it all? Uh, juggle it all. How do you how do you make it all work with the kids and with with Chris? I mean, um, uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Like, do, do you have boundaries? Do you do you do you um, you know have your not negotiables when it comes to family, but then also commitment to work? Um, so this is going to sound ridiculous, um, but as I've gotten older and especially into my thirties and having children, there are a lot of things that I don't bring home and stress about. Yeah. 
You know, I'm not one of those people who's going to be up all night worrying about how to get it all done because there's only so much I can do as a person. Um, and my family's always going to come first. So I love what I do, but it's, it's not ever going to take over my kids. Yeah. Um, and their well-being and my husband's well-being. And so there are boundaries. Um, thankfully for me, my region is so compact that I can hit almost all of my stores just in a day. So I would much rather get up and leave at 5 a.m. and come home late at night than have to be gone for multiple nights. And thankfully for me, one of my regional managers has four kids and you know he wants to be home as well. Mm-hmm. So we've been able to really structure that. Um, over time, our company has really put a focus on family time and, and quality of life outside of work. Awesome. So I know for my employees, we've been able to implement um, some things to help their quality of life as well, like a war room, for example, so that when they leave work, we have people managing those leads that are coming in so that when they leave, they get to actually leave. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. Well, so so you work for a big corporate. It's, it's a big company. Um, but you're also a, a woman in the workforce. Um, we're a church that I like to say we champion and we empower women. Um, and we love to see what God is doing in, in the role of, of a woman in the workforce um, or whatever they're called to do. But tell us a bit about that. Has that been challenging? Um, it's definitely been challenging. And I work in primarily a male-dominated industry. And especially coming in at 23 years old um, and working with a lot of middle-aged men, men mm. rather, who think you know that they know it all, yeah. um, definitely was challenging. But I think that I have um, a very strong personality, <laughs> um, so I was able, to, I think, to quickly prove myself. Um, mm. You know, when you look at the fact that I came into an industry at 15 years old. And I'm now going to be 36 next month. You know, that's 21 years, and that's a really long time. And so to have men who are in their 60s to think about how long they've been in it, but they can respect the time that I've put in. Yeah. So now it's not even necessarily an issue. Yeah. Um, but it, it definitely, you know, took some proving. And, you know, I'm here for a reason. And I, I help develop process and implement process in the dealerships. And you just, you, you got to keep going every day with the same message. That's great. And then probably over time, you like you say, you develop that trust currency with people. And um, and I think, you know, we talk about that sometimes in the church, but it's true in, in, in the corporate world as, as well. People people would like, you know, like to see a track record. People like to see you, um, you know, uh, doing doing good, producing good work. Um, and so that's, that's really cool. Let's talk about faith. So your faith is obviously important to you. Yes. Um, you, and, you and Chris, you... You love the Lord. You committed to being in church. You committed to building His house. Um, we love having you in our church. But tell us a bit about how faith has played a part in all this. Um, so I was raised in church. Um, my parents, you know, the rule living in their house my entire life was: you got up on Sunday morning, you went to church at eight a.m. I didn't have sleepovers on Saturday night unless <laughs> I was prepared to be picked up at seven a.m. Um, so you know, I think my parents really instilled that really young. Um, and I, there was a time, I think, in my late teens that I stepped away and tried to figure out if I believed what I believed because that's how I was brought up or if I believed what I believed because that's truly what I felt. And it took me, um, you know, some really deep um, looking and finding to realize that unequivocally without, you know, thought that that in my heart I knew was my belief and yeah. not just because I was brought up in that environment. Mm. Um 
but you know, I think obviously that plays a part in everything. You know, yeah. being able to come home and not worry about things, it's because I'm able to give it over to God. I know someone else is in control of my circumstances Absolutely. and there's only so much I can do, which being a controlling person by nature <laughs> takes a lot of faith. Not you. <laughs> I know, shocking. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you hit on a really, really good point there, which is that even for you, you were raised in church, you had to go to church. There was still a point in your own life where you had to get that revelation in your own heart, that conviction that, that you know, God was your God and, um, and that that sort of made everything else so much, so much else had purpose. Everything else in your life had purpose because of that one thing. Um, that's really, really cool. Um, what encouragement would you give to people who are listening to this? So someone who maybe is in the corporate world or maybe it's a young person who you know is finishing college and thinking about what they're going to do maybe is a young uh, a young girl who you know is thinking about going into the corporate world has the desire to be you know a career person um have you got any encouragement for them i think the first piece of encouragement i would want people to realize is you don't have to choose between a career or family you know it does take some um, finagling and massaging and figuring it out and a lot of support but you can absolutely have both of those so i think that's number one Um, i think a support structure around you you know and and being able to go to work and then being able to come home and have um, you know a personal life also and then just you know if that's what you want to do find the place where you feel like you're called and and give it all you've got Mm. you know but support number one is is going to be the key to all of that that's awesome yeah i think support structure is huge whether you're in ministry if you're in um you know a job uh you know i think even in family life you know it's so it's such a blessing if you can have that but um for people maybe starting out that want to do both, do family and do 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 career, um, if you start off being intentional about that, you're really going to do yourself a favor, which is really really cool. So what about the future? So t- tell us about what, uh, what what's in your heart, dreams, you know, career progression from here. Oh gosh, that's difficult. Um, I don't know honestly. I mean, I don't. I I do think about the future, but I'm so much of a day to day type of person. You know, obviously. For the future, my main goal is to make sure my family's happy and provided for, you know, to make sure my husband's happy and provided for. And that's one thing I will say also when we go back to support and not to segue off of that, but I have a husband who 100% carries half the load. Mm. And, you know, I, I, people look at me sometimes and they think, how do you do it all? And I don't, I don't do it all at all. <laughs> I have someone who picks up the load when I'm gone and that's important. So I think, you know, just going forward is making sure I have happy, healthy, well-adjusted children and, and a husband and, you know, um, being adaptable to, to where I'm, I'm taken in the future. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for blessing us uh, as a church. We love having you uh, and your family part of church. And thank you for, uh, for doing this podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We would love to connect with you. Join us on Sundays at church or visit us at www.colonialchurch.life.